because of his love for me. Nothing was held back. Nothing was off limits. And it's all part of his example to love us. That part of it that is so difficult for us. It's difficult for me. Because some people, they're easy to love. When everything's going great in a relationship and and someone hasn't mistreated you or someone hasn't misused you or misrepresented something in your life, it is so easy to just freely love people. Man, I love you and I will cheer you on. But what happens when the relationship gets tense? It's hard to love in those moments. Because here's what happens when we're fighting with our spouse or we're angry with a coworker, or we're frustrated with our family or we get disappointed with people in our life. Somebody cuts us off in traffic, whatever. What do we do? First thing that we do is we want to pull back the level at which we show love to them. Why do we do that? Because our love is conditional. And loving somebody in a tense moment is extremely risky. Loving somebody in a tense relationship, man, it's dangerous. It leaves us completely exposed. And so we're kind of left answering questions like, what if I give my love to somebody, but they don't love me in return? What do we do? We punch them in the throat. No, we don't. We love them anyway. When everything within us wants to put up our defenses, the example of Jesus is to love them anyway. Even the very people that were, that were crucifying Jesus in that very moment, what was Jesus's response? Father, forgive them. They don't even realize what they're doing right now. Now, I was really praying and, and, and spending some time with Jesus a few days ago, and, and the Lord reminded me that a, that a dangerous animal is a very dangerous creature. When an, when, I've always been taught, if there's an animal that's wounded, you better be careful approaching that animal, because that animal will go into what? Defense position. And it will become very aggressive and, and will hurt other people that are even trying to help them. And here's what I think the Lord was reminding me. Hurt people are the same way. John Maxwell said for years, hurt people will hurt people. And some of us, when we are in a tense situation or we feel threatened or we feel like someone's mistreating us or we gave our love to them, but they didn't love us back in return, what we want to do is we just want to put up our defenses when everything that Jesus tells us, love chooses others first, We love them anyway. And here's the thing about it. That's the kind of love that leaves a mark. That's the kind of love that changes who we are. That's the kind of love that is contagious. That's the kind of love that I think chooses others first. Jesus came near on Christmas to make sure we get the point because love chooses others first. So what about those difficult people in your life. Let me give you some really practical advice. I was reading this week, one of my favorite authors, his name is Bob Goff, and I love to listen to Bob speak, or I love to listen to him teach. If you ever get an opportunity, you need to listen, you need to read, he's great. And, and this is what he says. He says, I challenge you to start a new practice that will revolutionize the way you see people who were difficult to love. In his book, Live in Grace, Walk in Love, Bob shares this great idea. He says, if somebody says something about you, 
If somebody is aggressive on Facebook or they are offensive in any way, here's what he says that he does. He sends them a cake pop. Sends them a cake pop. And he said, it's not a passive aggressive thing. I just like cake pops. And I think everybody else should too. And he said, so when I see somebody being really nasty, instead of defending or lashing back out at them, which is kind of what we feel like we should do in that moment, he said, I just send them a cake pop with a little note that just says, hey, I was thinking about you. (laughs) Oh, I was thinking about you. And I just felt like maybe you needed some encouragement. And here's a cake pop. I hope it makes you smile. And I thought, what a wonderful thing. That in every moment in life, when our natural inclination is to lash back out, to go on the offensive, or at least just be defensive, what if we just reached out and loved people? As he says, those people in our lives, they are that way probably because they're very unhappy and a cake pop just might brighten their day. So when you leave here today, I have a gift for you. You have not offended me in any way, all right? Let's be really honest. But I'm not a big fan of cake pops, but what I do like are Little Debbie snack cakes. And so when you leave today, you are going to get a Little Debbie snack cake Christmas tree, all right? And here's why I want you to do that. I hope it'll make you smile, but here's what I hope. I hope it'll be a reminder to you that sometimes you are that person. Now, you haven't offended me, you, 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 so I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not sending you something because you need, no, I'm just saying, we can all be that person from time to time. And just like there are people in your life that are difficult to love, sometimes you can be that way. And I am so thankful that in those moments that Jesus chooses to love me completely unconditional. I love what Bob Goff says. He says, we won't get a participation ribbon for loving difficult people but we will get a better understanding of what Jesus did because that's exactly what he does for us. I'm convinced that those people who are most difficult in your life to love are probably the people that need it most. So let's choose to love others first. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you taught us. You truly taught us to love one another. And Lord, sometimes that's a lot easier said than done. But I pray that we wouldn't just be polite to people, but Lord, that we would genuinely love them the way that you do. Lord, I thank you for your word and I thank you for the love that you have offered to us and you have given it to us so freely. And I pray if there's someone in this room that they've not made a decision to follow you, Lord, they've not invited you to be their Lord and Savior. Lord, they, they've not experienced that incredible expression of love that we receive when we make that decision to say yes to you. And so I pray right now in this moment that they would just say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to wash me and cleanse me that you would forgive me of sin, that you would set me free, and that you would give me strength to live my life in obedience to you. And Lord, we're gonna be quick to give you praise, honor, and glory for what you're doing today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody says, amen. You know, if you prayed that prayer, I really encourage you before you leave this place, why don't you tell somebody about that? You know, I believe that 
what the Bible says is true, that we are overcomers by two things, the blood of the lamb, what Jesus has done for us, which we've talked about today, and the word of our testimony, like speaking up and telling people what Jesus has done in our lives. It is a huge faith builder for us, and I guarantee it's a huge faith builder for them. And what's about to happen in this service is exactly that. We have 13 people who are taking a very bold stand today to say to the world, this is my story. This is my proclamation. I am a follower of Jesus and I just have to share it with the entire world. And so in these next few moments, man, we're gonna celebrate big time. And those of you who are being baptized, we love you, we're proud of you. I'm gonna invite you to come out that door and meet us in the back and I want the rest of you to make a big 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 encouraging welcome back to the stage Miss Charlene would you do that God grant me a spirit of boldness so that I can speak the truth and watch your people walk in spiritual wholeness. Yes, my heart's desires to be just like yours is, I wanna speak with authority and power like Moses. For your people from religion and the safety of steeples, you're raising up a fanatical generation and which you'll teach do I need to be weaned and move from the milk to the meat. You see, the world may never understand what we do, but God, grant me a spirit of boldness so I can take action and watch your people walk in spiritual wholeness. I'm covered by the blood. I serve one God and one faith. I'm in his army now. My command has already chose my fate. I'm on the front lines, progressing with an advantage. I'm that radical saint. They call me the Jesus banded. I've come equipped with his word. I've got spiritual enhancements. I just got word. I know where my adversary's camp is, so now my hands are steady. I can't miss. I'm firing. I'm locked on target. You see, my armor's so thick. His defense is practically harmless, so God, grant me a spirit of boldness so I can set the example and watch your people walk in spiritual wholeness. We've been appointed for a time and season such as this, but too much of the body of Christ has gotten caught up in the midst of political debates and church divides and spiritual faith. Did we forget the great commission? Our calling is just that great. There are souls at stake. We can't hold together things with transparent tape. Our leak just grew. We're wearing nothing more than spiritual see-through and yes, God, he sees you, but also the world sees you. So God, grant me a spirit of boldness so that I can set the example and watch your people walk in spiritual wholeness. Look here now, devil. You done overstepped your boundaries. The rhema word is in operation, bringing down fierce legions around me. Expand my territory because my spirit is on fire. I hear God say, go forth and move higher. There is a transition that is to take place. And we, bearing his image, we operate under grace. It is God's power, his subjection. We've been called to subdue, but you got to get serious because the enemy will attack you. But you can stand steady. Stand steady, child of God. It is a matter of time. Learn to speak the word of God and the enemy will have no choice but to step back in line so I say God grant me a spirit of boldness so that I can speak the truth and watch your people walk in spiritual wholeness she's so anointed my goodness give her a big hand come on she's amazing 
Let me just say, if there's anybody in the room that maybe you would say, you know what, I want to be baptized. You can come on back. We'll get you in. We'll make it happen. So let's talk a little bit about what baptism is, is today. So baptism is an outward, visible sign of what God has done for us on the inside. Um, baptism is not salvation. These people have already made a decision to follow Him. They've been baptized in the body of Christ with that decision already. Today is a public profession of that faith. It's them saying to the world, I have decided to follow Jesus and I want you to know it. I love how one person described it as baptism is the wedding band of Christianity. It says to the world, I've made a commitment and this is an outward visible sign of the commitment that I've made. Baptism is that way. And so I can't think of any greater reason to celebrate than when someone makes that public profession of faith. And so that's where you come in. They're, 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 they're coming forward and, and they're stepping in this water and they're going to be baptized. And when they come up out of that water, I don't want them to hear silence. I want to hear them to hear rejoicing. I want them to hear people who love them and who are cheering them on. I'm talking about like like super bold level stuff right now, okay? So I want you to practice because I don't want you to get it wrong. This is a very important part, all right? And if you mess this up for us, we're going to be so disappointed in you, okay? We're going to love you, but we're going to look at you with disdain, okay? No, I'm kidding. So I want you to just try it right now on the count of three. I want to hear you get really loud. One, two, three! Yeah. You should have responded that way when I told you you were getting a little Debbie snack cake. Good heavens. These people are going to rejoice around the throne of God for eternity. And today they're sharing that statement with the world. So on the count of three, let's really celebrate. One, two, three. There it is. This is my son. Micah, have you made a decision to follow Jesus? I have. Then it is my honor to baptize you today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Cameron, I'm so proud of you. Man, it's an honor to be your pastor, and it's an honor to be your friend. I really appreciate you and your buddies helping me with my Fortnite win. The first one I ever received was because of you. And I'm really, really proud of you, but I'm more proud of you because of the decision that you've made. So today, have you decided that you want to follow Jesus? Yes. And it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
This is my buddy, Connor Christensen, man. I'm so proud of you, Connor. It's such an honor to be your pastor. Do you need a booster seat? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man, you are a mighty man of faith, and I am so proud of you. Have you made a decision to follow Jesus as your Savior? Yes. And it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Watching your little brother be baptized. This is my friend Tyler. We call him T-Bone. I'm proud of you, buddy. It's an honor to watch what God's doing in your life. To have a front row seat is just a really, real big blessing. I just want you to know that. Have you made a decision to follow Jesus as your Savior? Then it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, all this is happening today because a young lady stopped me at the fair and said, Pastor, we want to be baptized. It was one of these young ladies right here, her and Emily Edge. And so I'm really proud of you. It's such an honor to see what God's doing in your life, Brooke. Have you made a decision to follow Jesus? Yes. And it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Emily, it is such an honor to be your pastor. It's such an honor to see what God's doing in your life. And to watch you follow Him and lead is just an amazing thing. Have you made a decision to follow Jesus as a lifelong follower? And it's my honor to baptize you, Emily, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Number two, this is our basketball star. I watch you play a lot, and I'm proud to see everything that you do. But there is nothing that makes me more proud than what you're doing right now. Maddie won a basketball game the other night, and I went to congratulate her. And as soon as I stepped foot on the court, she said, I'm so excited about Sunday. In the middle of a win, well, she was excited about what's right happening right here. This is what matters, y'all. This is what matters. Maddie, have you made a decision to follow Jesus as your Savior? Yes. 
And it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. a lot of gifts in their life and this young lady is gifted with the gift of encouragement um, I can't tell you how many days she sent me a text with a, a verse of scripture and a powerful word of encouragement and I just want you to know that you're a gift in my life and I am very grateful for you and your family and it's such an honor to have a front row seat to watch what God's doing in your life have you made a decision to follow Jesus yes and it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit What's up, Drew? This is Hope's brother. How cool was that to watch your sister be baptized? That's awesome. She still made you mad yesterday, though, didn't she? No, I'm just kidding. It's so amazing to watch what God's doing in your life. Man, you have a smile that brightens the room. And I am so proud of what God is doing for you. It's an honor to have a front row seat to watch it happen. Drew, have you made a decision to follow Jesus as your Savior? Yes. Then it's my honor to baptize you today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Charlie, man, it's so good to see you. I love you, buddy, and I love your family. You guys are a gift to our church. Your mom's right over there. Just kind of just, let's get a good, she's, yeah, she's taking pictures. I want you to know I love you, and I'm so thankful for you. God's got his hand on you, Charlie. He's got big things in store for you, and I pray that he orders your steps every single day. Have you made a decision to follow him as your Savior? Yes. And it's my honor, Charlie, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What's up? How you doing? You doing good? It was supposed to be 12 before this morning. As soon as I got to church, somebody ran up to me and said, Pastor Anthony, I want to be baptized. Can I be baptized today? And I said, absolutely. This is an incredible young lady. Um, she's a, a gift from the Lord. You want to see your mom? You want to smile for your mom? This is Courtney's little girl. Kenzie, have you made a decision to follow Jesus as your Savior? Yes. And it's my honor. DKM, you guys want to stand up for this one? Come on, stand up for this one. She, she's yours. She's yours right here. 
See all your friends right there? You know why they're there? Because they love you. And they're cheering you on. It's fixing to get loud in here. You ready? All right. It's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Crystal. This is my friend Crystal. And Crystal, it is an honor to be your pastor. It's an honor to have a front row seat to see what God's doing in your life today. Have you made a decision to follow Jesus as your Savior? I have. And it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is my friend Todd. And when I say he's my friend, he's my friend. Um, there's been moments in a pastor's life that are not always as easy as others. And about a year and a half ago, um, I was walking through one of those dark moments. Um, I'd lost my brother and a few other things had happened in my life. And, and I was struggling a little bit. And uh, Todd and his wife Julie recognized that and loved on me and invited me to start going to the YMCA. I hated it. There's still days I hate it. But this family has loved me and they've held me accountable and they've helped me with physical fitness, but more than that, they've, they've strengthened my walk with Jesus and my resolve. They picked me back up at times when I didn't feel like I could. And through some, some really tough moments, God has used you in an amazing way. And I am so thankful. I feel like in a lot of ways, um, I lost my brother, but I gained another one. And I am really thankful. It's an honor to be able to baptize you today. Have you made a decision to follow him as your Savior? Yes. And it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.